My name is Simone Park, and I'm the host of Stereo for Ballet. This podcast is designed to highlight the diversity problem in the ballet world and illustrate experiences from students, guests, and experts, and inspire people to advocate to eliminate racism in ballet and the arts. Let's get started. Welcome to an episode of Stereo for Ballet podcast. Today, I'm interviewing Savannah, who also goes to my ballet studio. She is a sophomore attending Cranbrook Kingswood Upper School in Michigan, and she has been training classical ballet since she was seven years old. She has always had great interest in the arts. Hi, Savannah. Hi, Sonia. So I have some dance questions for you. The first one is, how and when did you start dancing? Um. I started dancing when I was around seven years old about that time. And so I got into dancing because at my church, there would be like little performances, like concerts for the little kids. And so we would, you know, dance like, like, I don't know if you heard it, but the daddy daughter dance is like, you know, mm-hmm. where they get. so I used to do that a lot and I really enjoyed it. So my mom decided to put me in my first dance studio, which was Geiger. And so she just like noticed, you know, like I was really like, like doing stuff, you know, I'd be the only one standing in like a, really good fifth position and she's like you know and when I was younger I used to walk around on my tippy toes so she kind of like got a feel for me that I really like dancing so that's how I kind of started that's a really cute way to start for me I saw this real life ballet performance and I was like oh my god mom I need to start dancing Um, so why did you keep dancing until now in other words why are you still dancing um I mean I really enjoyed it I felt like you know, I started training really like with I started training with classical ballet for when I was younger and kind of like at an intense level. And so, you know, I started putting a lot of time into dancing, you know, like anybody does. And so I was just like, you know, I'm really putting all this time into it. And I mean, it got me a lot of places, a lot of amazing opportunities. And I just like kind of realized I had a nick for it kind of. So I was just like, you know, I think I'm going to stick with it, you know, and continue going. And I really enjoy it. You know, performing is amazing. So, and it teaches you, like, I feel like dancing teaches you a lot of, it teaches you, like, obedience, you know, like, stamina, work ethic, you know, so. Yeah, I completely agree with you because I feel like dance teaches you a lot in terms of discipline, hard work, reflection, just a lot of things. So, I know you do a lot of types of dance, but what type of dance do you do and which type do you enjoy the most and why? Honestly, I think I enjoy contemporary. Like, obviously, we specialize in ballet, but I really enjoy contemporary because it allows you to be loose and it's not as much structure and technique. So it, like, lets you have, like, free reign to explore different things and move your body in ways you wouldn't do so in ballet. Yeah, I started uh, ballet when I was six and contemporary when I was about 10. So I feel, I guess... I feel more connected to ballet in a way because I've started it since I was really young, a sort of familiarity into it. Yeah. But I totally get what you mean though because contemporary really lets you move your body and be free. It doesn't have really have the structure. So what is your favorite part about dancing? Well, I would say my favorite part of dancing is the expression that goes into it, the storytelling, especially if you're doing a performance, just like that. It's like also not only are you dancing or acting, which I, I like acting too. So I think that like combined really makes me enjoy it. And then also I just feel like, you know, when you're dancing 
and you know you, you've nailed something like okay let's say you do some really good turns and I just think that satisfactory feeling of you like doing it correctly and feeling well I think that's really a good part of it that I like no I remember when you came to our studio and I was like oh my god her body is so beautiful and she's so so good. yeah I was like that with you I'm like she's incredible <laughs> I thought you were like amazing I was like wow your turns were so perfect that was like I want to turn like you. her. Thank you. I literally feel exactly the same way That's about so sweet. you. Um, so, what does dance mean to what you? What does dance mean to me? I feel like it means, like, passion. I feel like it means, uh, like I said, again, storytelling. I feel like it really takes, like, sometimes, you know, it's not just like, you know, there's singing and there's acting and those type of arts, but I feel like dancing is, you really connect to it because it's not just you verb talking which anybody can understand something when you're verbally talking but it's like a different type of emotion that you can it's, it's beautiful honestly and, and it's like you're using your body as your instrument so I find that like that's kind of what it means to me yeah you're really using expressions gestures and movements to tell a story without saying it verbally and the audience can understand which I think is really powerful. I just feel like there's so much power that goes into dancing because people don't really understand it. I mean, you're watching it and it's beautiful and you're like, wow. But like, when you think about how hard we're working on stage, like trying to carry out emotion, but at this, like just giving it our all, just out of breath, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's intense. Especially if you have a blister in your foot and you just have to pretend like nothing's happening. Yeah, just like smile through the pain. Exactly, exactly. All those long hours being on your point shoes, just wow. So what is the best memory that you ever had during your dance journey? What is your favorite memory? I say this a lot, but I think my favorite memory was definitely dancing with ABT. And I mean, I don't know how people feel about that company. I know there's like mixed emotions about it, but I just really enjoyed the like, experience because I did Sleeping Beauty with them when they came to the Tri Opera House and I was actually kind of I was pretty young I think I was in fifth or sixth grade oh wow and I got I know I got casted into like one of the biggest roles that a person not in the company could do like a child in the company so I was a Garland girl and I think just the experience because it was over a, a few periods of months so it was like five or six months we would rehearse so every Saturday for like the whole day and then it got more intense as the shows are coming up but I think it really taught me like when you stick with something you have to stick with it mm -hmm. but it really like it was so fulfilling going on that stage with like all those company members and then like getting the bond with all the girls you know long rehearsals it was it was an amazing experience for me so. yeah when I was young I really wanted to do rehearsals with ABT and get that experience but, you know, our studio, we have, like, classes on Saturdays and rehearsals on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. So I don't really want to miss that and do rehearsal with the ABT. So I really didn't get to do oh, that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad that you, you know, found that experience very invaluable and inspiring. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was it was a really great experience. And, like, that's something I'm going to remember for a long time, especially within my dance career. So I know you touched upon this, but... What does it feel like to be on stage dancing in front of an audience? With the audience, even though you're not really saying it, I mean, I feel like I'm really expressing like true emotion when I'm dancing on stage. I mean, it's a lot of work and honestly, you're thinking about, let me get the steps right. Let me make sure I'm in the line doing everything correct. But I just feel like it's a breath of fresh air. Like, um, 
because after putting on all those hours of training stuff, really just like getting to dance and be a character, you know, doing something, it's, it's an amazing experience. And I really love it. That's one of my, like, obviously I think all dancers, that's their favorite part, but I feel like you can express yourself in a way that's not just class and plies and technique, you know, you really get to yeah. dance. What I really find fascinating about um, dance is that you can lose and find yourself at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, if you're this character, you just kind of be that character in that moment and you use your gestures and expressions and movements to convey a story in a sense. Exactly. Um, I remember the first time I went on stage, before that, my mom was like, think of the audience as pigs so you don't have to get um, nervous about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that helped me a lot. So have you witnessed or seen any kind of racism or discrimination during your ballet or dance journey? I was actually thinking about this question before when I got it. And I was, I, I can't really like name any point necessarily where I've had any personal discrimination. But I feel like in anything, not just in ballet and sports, there's always like, that's going to be a problem everywhere. And I like, I'm happy to say I've never had anybody really I haven't experienced that one-on-one, -on -one, but I I feel like it does happen necessarily. I think it happens in everything though, but I haven't personally had it happen. Yeah, I definitely agree. It definitely happens everywhere and we really have a lot of work to do in that aspect. So even though you haven't really directly um, witnessed racism, um, did you see any lack of diversity during your ballet or dance journey? and in the ballet or dance world such as in classes or you know competitions yeah i, I i've ex i've seen a lot of that because i mean i've been dancing for a long time i'm still dancing and i feel like everywhere i've gone i've danced i mean danced in different cities different companies different places like that auditions you it's like you know you're not going to see a lot of african americans I, it's always for me, it's been like me and maybe two or three other girls in the class. Usually sometimes it would, it could be just me or maybe one, but like, obviously it, I haven't seen like a lot of um, African-Americans in ballet. And then, I mean, there's a few like amazing um, people like Michaela de Prince, Missy Copeland and so many others, but it's also kind of rare. And I mean, I, obviously there are a lot of Caucasian people I see. Russian, um, Asian, all, I mean, I've seen all different races and ethnicities in dance, but I feel like, yes, it can be limited in certain classes. Yeah, definitely. Like when I go to classes such as master classes and competitions, mm -hmm. you know, I really don't see uh, much diversity. You know, it's usually just like Caucasian and mm -hmm. I guess there are some um, people of color, but it's usually just me and a couple of others. So I feel kind of alienated and isolated in a yeah, way. Yeah, it's something I've definitely had to get used to because when I was younger, I guess I really didn't understand it as much, obviously, because I was younger. And that was something hard for me when I started getting older, you know, like feeling like I was the only one. But it also teaches you, you know, you just have to work hard. You can't say, let anybody base it off of like, oh, you're this color, you're this color. That's why you're not, you know what I'm saying? You have to really work hard. Yeah, you can't really base it off color. You have to, you know, overcome these obstacles and work hard for it. So in your opinion, what do you think needs to, you know, should change in the ballet or dance world? This question, I really felt, I didn't really know how to answer this question but i do feel like you know getting a little bit of more diversity and maybe choreography and technique because i feel like yes it's ballet so it's going to be very structured 
but it's also 2020 and I feel like there's so many different like ways of dancing and expressing yourself so maybe adding more of that in there not just so I mean yes it's ballet so you have to have those roots in the classical part of it like all the begun all those different styles but I feel like adding you know a little bit of something in it you know yeah you know um in some of these ballets um Swan Lake or Giselle for instance Mm -hmm. they really want the sense of uniformity so they don't really want to put anything that contradicts that which I do understand in to some extent but I really think you know dance is about celebrating differences and we really need to put more diversity um, to express that. A hundred percent. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So what gives you hope during these difficult times? I think what gives me hope is maybe one, you know, being able to very soon be able to like perform for an audience, have people come watch, you know, be able to have um, that, like that sense of being around people and just like, you know, not being, having a mask grouped up in a class with only a certain amount of people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think just giving me hope that that's going to happen again and everybody can be safe that way and we can be able to perform and like I'm really looking forward to doing summer again and other cities. Just having that hope and also holding on to the memories that I did when we could perform in front of people. But how about you? I think what gives me hope is actually our generation. Um, Our generation, you know, standing up for what is right and just standing up for human rights, basic human rights. Mm-hmm. Um, our generation, you know, acknowledging the problem, spreading awareness about the problem, but also taking action to make change. Mm-hmm. And we're really, you know, working on that. Yeah, I think this this year has really shown us, like our generation, how we've protested and really stood up for things and we're not letting it just like, we're really t- speaking our mind. And I think that's really like a hopeful sign. I agree with mm-hmm. you. Instead of sweeping it under the rug and ignoring it, we're trying to put it in the light. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're going to move on to some fun questions. Yay! <laughs> so the first question is, what do you do in your spare time other than dance? Um, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love to bake. I honestly, when I was younger, I wanted to open like like my own bake shop or something. But I really enjoy baking. I love eating sweets. I think that's a part of it. Um, I love drawing. I really enjoy like not the dance and all those type of arts. Well, I enjoy that, but I also like arts and you know crafts. So I love drawing. I'm actually doing ceramics this year. I think a lot of people have done that, but I just really like playing with art and stuff like that. And surprisingly, I like singing. I don't sing that much, but when I do. Oh, yeah, I really like singing, too, even though I'm not that good at it. <laughs> so who are your heroes? My heroes, um, I don't really have, like, some off my mind right now, but I just, my heroes are the people who stand up, you know, like, if something's wrong, if you see something wrong, I think, I think that's, like, a lot of activists, too, but, like, my heroes are people who, you know, speak up, speak up, speak about something, you know, that means something to them, that's really, like, heroic to me, and brave, and I really, like, um, acknowledge those people who do that, I give them in to them. Yeah, definitely, I really look up to those people. Um, if you could have any superhero power, what power would you have? And okay, why? I've been asked this question so many times because oh, really? I love watching like superhero movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I thought about this a lot, but I think teleportation mm. because 
I, I know that's like something a lot of people say, like, I want to run fast or be able to fly. And I think those are all great ones. But like, just to be able to go anywhere you want, like let's say you want to take a trip to Paris, just in your opinion, I think that's so cool. So if I could have that power, and I feel like I'm always late to things. So if I could just snap and be there on time, I think that would come in handy a lot. Yeah, just like in Harry Potter, apparate and this apparate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think that's a great choice. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could choose one song to play every time you walked into a room for the rest of your life, what song would you choose and why? I thought about this question, and so I was trying to think of like iconic songs that have been around a long time. So mm-hmm. at first, I thought like you know that song, it's the final count, that one. But then I was like, no. How about the one? You, you, it's like all I do is win, 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 no matter what. I like that one. I think that's like a cool one to walk into. But if we were, to, I'm sorry, I'm giving you all these ones, but if we were to talk about right now, like I'd say Sunday Best. I really like that song. Mm. And um, I don't, I just really like the beat to that song. I also learned the TikTok to that song and I just think it's early. It's like a, I mean, it makes you feel happy when you think about it. It puts me in a happy mood, so. Mm-hmm. We're moving on to our last question. Um, do you have anything you would like to add, whether it is a tip, suggestion, uh, for people listening to this podcast, any kind of, you know, comments? I would say, like, just a little advice or something, you know. Everything happens for a reason. You know, like, I mean, obviously, this is a really hard time for a lot of people. And it's just, a, you have to, again, to have hope, but just know that things work out for the best. And I would also say, just like, you know, with everything you do, work hard, put in effort. So people can't ever say you, you didn't, you know, just like have a good hard work ethic because people can't really say much about you when you don't, you know, I mean, when you do have one. So I would say that. And also tune into Sonia's podcast because I know it's about to be amazing. But <laughs> um, Yeah. So thank you so much. That was such a great advice. I think our listeners will find a lot of insight in that. Thank you so much for joining us, Savannah. Oh, thank you for having me, Sonia. I'm so glad I could be a part of this for you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We have exciting news for you. Our STEP program that gives free online ballet classes to children ages 5 to 10, especially those who can't afford it, is already available every Saturday. Check out our website to register to get the Zoom links every week. If you're interested in being interviewed for our next few podcasts, and if you're a dancer, please fill out a form in our podcast section in our website, www.stairwayforballet.wixsite.com slash P-A-R-K-S-O-E-U-N. To keep up with the social medias, check out our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.